0: go
1: and we're back from the bold north yes i mean hello, hello. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know we survived we survived well not yet. I mean, the blistering Arctic air is still...
2: It's here, is here, still. still
1: here. We missed the snow, which was nice. It went south of us. Yes. So it's blistering cold with absolutely zero snow. snow. Um, and we're uh, joined today by someone even farther north than, than us. us uh, from uh, Mr. Canada. Uh, we got uh, Matt on the line.
0: I'm always happy to be Mr. Canada. I, <laughs> Mr. Canada. i just, Canada. That's just representing to the country now. well. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's, you know, Miss Universe. So I feel yeah. like if Mr. you're going to, I mean, if you're just going to give someone the entire universe, I feel like an entire country is... i I can take over canada for us then really good yeah (laughs) so anyone listening having mr canada on the line is is perfect so um, i always like to think that
0: i'm like someone's first canadian person despite the fact that like there's so many celebrities out there that i'm just like yeah no i'm i'm canadian that's the standard that you're gonna know
1: (laughs) i know right well i mean i know i'm setting your standard I mean, I know quite a few Canadians. I mean, I watch a lot of hockey. So, I mean, every third player is probably Canadian, from Canada. So. So,
0: somewhere cold and bitter, yeah.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, the reason why we got Matt on is because, A, because he's awesome at being on podcasts. And, B, because I asked him what his favorite show to binge was. And uh, it was Breaking Bad. And we were like, well, we needed another franchise to talk mm-hmm. about because... Mm-hmm. Normally we talk about the franchises that come in the Loot Crate subscription boxes, but this month the franchises were not necessarily our our favorite. Um if you guys are Loot Crate subscribers, um Black Mirror, SpongeBob SquarePants, Friends are the top 3 and we did Black Mirror because Black Mirror's fantastic mm-hmm. and we learned that binging it might not be the smartest idea, but do it anyways it'll make your brain explode um oh God, but, yeah. Yeah. but we didn't really want to talk about spongebob squarepants or and, friends or friends so what we like, i <laughs> yeah. know it wasn't just well friends it, i was not, I actually was not the animator who passed away recently too he was. The... yes yeah. spongebob, SpongeBob. Yeah. yeah it was actually kind of wow. sad to hear that because you know that's what i grew up on but i mean i Same, watch episodes yeah. here and there you know but i never thought spongebob squarepants was a necessarily that a binge. binge worthy which yeah. is the theme so binge yeah. is the theme for Luke this month and i'm like well and i know everyone binges friends but i'm just not a fan of it like i'll watch yeah. an episode here or there and maybe only five minutes of it because that's what's on the tv um mm-hmm. but we reached out and yeah. we thought to ourselves what other shows do we like to binge and so aside from black mirror um i chose the simpsons because i cannot stop watching it when it's on and kev chose daredevil and so we asked Matt what his favorite show to binge was. And he was like, well, Breaking Bad. So easy, we did some research. Yeah.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah, so we did, a, we did a thing and we got him on and we're going to talk Breaking Bad today. But first, um, we're going to propose our normal question before we begin our talk. And so this week, um, the question is, if you had to binge watch all of the work of one particular actor or actress whose work would it be
0: okay so i'm primed and ready with this actually because me and some friends were talking about this the other day (laughs) um so my my answer will always be seth rogan and there's a reason for it and it's it's simply because like regardless of how bad the writing and the movie is behind what he is doing he, for some reason, is always just like the most entertaining visually for me. I like, I will just always throw myself full heartedly into a Seth Rogen film and trust that it will take me somewhere.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, he is hilarious. And I mean, most of his movies, I mean, Pineapple Express, oh, I mean, God, I yeah. personally like Zach Interview. Yep. Yeah. I like Zach and Miri make a porno. That, I, I'm always that a huge really fan
0: good. of Zach and Mary because, like, it's it's one of the few instances of having Kevin Smith intersect alongside with uh, with Seth Rogen. It's so good.
1: <laughs> yep, yep. And I mean, I think obviously that's when Kevin Smith decided to branch out more to um, mainstream films. I guess would be a good way to put it. I mean, yeah, it didn't just necessarily like... go necessarily well for him, but, but it
2: was more than Clark yeah.
1: Or... He wanted he wanted something that was like you know the american pie or
2: mm-hmm. i guess i really
1: can't think of any other like
2: van wilder van or wilder or yes because the,
1: the, yeah. just yeah. something a little bit more out there. like
0: the classic 90s comedy yeah,
1: exactly yeah so me god if i could sit down and watch anything this actor has ever done it would probably be bill murray mm. i mean starting i mean oh, and, okay. and the funny thing about me is i like things chronological i also like things alphabetical but i think with Bill Murray, I'd probably just sit down and watch his stuff chronologically, you know, just start early on with stripes and Caddyshack. And, uh, I mean, even ghost. you got a lot of
0: variety there yep. too. I like mean, that, that's a
1: good, I mean, he has yeah, a drama, that... he has comedy, he has comedy and drama all in one. I think one of my mm. favorite movies of his, that's very overlooked is, uh, broken flowers. It's, like okay you know, yeah it's, it's more of a uh, drama
0: i'm looking at it's more yeah. of a
1: drama but the slight comedy that he kind of mingles into the movie is is really good and that's kind of the same thing with like lost in translation you know it, it's more of a drama mm-hmm. but he sprinkles in his kind of comedy throughout throughout the movie and obviously the majority of the movie takes place in japan where he has no understanding of the language no understanding of the culture but he really tries to fit himself into and that. So, I mean, it's Bill Murray. I could watch him all day long, literally all day long. <laughs> so what about you, Kev? What He's uh, fantastic. What actor yeah. or actress could you binge?
2: I would have to go with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah? Uh, just from his, his one-liners from The Running Man or uh, Total Recall or Predator or Terminator. Um, but then his more serious work, like uh, if you ever saw Maggie, I think it was called. I don't think
1: I've ever seen that. Where
2: it came out, I think like four years ago. Uh, it was about his daughter. It was a zombie apocalypse and his daughter, her daughter got infected. So uh-huh. it was kind of like a, a drama thriller on the serious note, besides like his typical one-liners. I'm
1: guessing it wasn't in theaters.
2: Uh, so... I think brief, like a limited release, Okay, like Sundance and whatnot.
1: Now, while you're binging, Jingle All the Way is okay. obviously that, in, the, in, yeah. in the mix, too, right? Yeah, like,
2: he's you're, like, put, you're put like my cookie down! <laughs> 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 but I think it, just for uh, the memories of like being a kid and hearing and seeing those one-liners Yo, from all of his different movies. Yeah, that's a solid choice. I do
0: respect that. Like There was there an art to having those well-crafted one-liners.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, um, you have to be a good yeah, scriptwriter yeah. to be able to really...
2: Do that right, like get to the chapel, and
1: and there's something magical
0: about like put, yeah, like putting together a pun like from nowhere, too. Like some of those were really just solid pun work,
1: (laughs) yes, yeah.
0: (laughs) I'm coming from improv comedy, I love puns. (laughs)
1: Nice, all right. Well, once again, we're here to uh talk about Breaking Bad as uh, a binge worthy show and. We'll give you guys a brief description if, for some weird, strange reason, you've never watched seen Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad before. Crazy. And you might not be old enough. You might just be starting out in your TV life, but
2: mm-hmm. we'll give
1: you a little description and you might want to watch it later on. So, it's about a mild-mannered high school chemistry teacher, Walter White, uh, thinks his life can't get much worse. His salary barely makes ends meet a situation not likely to improve once his pregnant wife gives birth and their teenage son is battling silver palsy. But Walter is drumstruck when he learns he has terminal cancer. Realizing that his illness probably will ruin his family financially, Walter makes a desperate bid to earn as much money as he can in the time he has left by turning an old RV into a meth lab on wheels.
2: Now, let me ask you guys a question. Okay. Put yourself in the shoes of Walter white and you're in that you're dying. Would you go down the same path as him drugs? Yeah.
1: I mean, I think I'd probably start with something less severe, although he was a chemist. So maybe (laughs) he was like, well, I can make math.
0: speaking from a business student perspective i respect the move because it's like he he has the supply down pat like he has a buddy he knows with the connections to distribute and he's Mm -hmm. got the cooking thing like logically if i was in the same position i'm not saying i would would, but (laughs) But, but meth is definitely one of the ways you could go with that like chemistry wise i mean he could have gone with any sort of hard drug though but
1: yeah. yeah, I guess the other thing is is since he wasn't a drug user himself, he wasn't thinking about it like, well, I'm going to make my own meth and use it.
2: The profit. You mm-hmm. know, he
1: was thinking on the money side and since he wasn't doing meth, I mean, everything is profit. He's not eating his own cookies, basically.
0: <laughs> not not eating to, into his own supply, yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I, like, I don't know if I'd necessarily go drugs right away like he did. Yeah. Like, I might start with Maybe selling all of my crap. Well, it's not crap. It's awesome stuff. But And I probably don't want to part with it. But in thinking terms of I need more money, maybe selling off things I don't necessarily need Mm -hmm. or things in my house that I don't necessarily need. And obviously, he didn't go to his wife right away either. No. Like, he was keeping it a secret. So, literally anything he did based off of reason Mm -hmm. would have to be kept a secret too.
0: True. True.
1: Yeah,
2: true.
0: And I, I guess if I you're going to keep
1: the secret, drugs is a good thing to keep secret. I,
0: I love how much of a hoarder I am because you your first thought was like I'm going to sell some stuff to make money, and my first thought was like I need to do anything but that. Looking around my room, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone's buying this, and I don't want to get rid of it yet. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, you don't have the you don't have. I mean, I guess if you uh depends on the hoarding. I mean, if it's like me and and my pop vinyls, that's pretty hoarding or if it's a stack of newspapers from the 1970s, I mean.
0: I mean, my my a... only good collection really is is my Hot Wheels from when I was a kid. I have so Ooh. many of those boys.
2: Do you have the suitcases where they're like all put in its own spot?
0: I I have um vertical stacking storage units with little individual compa- compartmentalized boxes for them. <laughs> Cuz nice. I was I was a cool kid.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then, I mean, I had the truck, the actual like semi truck where you loaded the hot wheels oh, in. Oh,
0: I wanted one of those so bad. Those were so <laughs> cool. They like, you and um, one of my friends had one. I remember he always would bring it over to my house whenever he came to play, and he had one of those. You oh, know. you've just See, triggered all this it. like jealousy in me.
1: From, like, <laughs> <from> <laughs> the of yeah, the right. Day. Like you, like, <laughs> like my friend would come over to my house, I'd have all four Ninja Turtles. Dude would bring like the turtle van or the turtle blimp, and I'd Ooh. be like, well. Pfft. My parents aren't going to splurge for that. You're just bringing that over. I you, I got the turtles. You got the cool-ass yeah, accessories to go with That was his parents' like
0: trick is like, we won't get you any of the action figures, but you can have all the plates that you want.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Make up your own. Yeah, your stuffed animals. They're your toys. This yeah. is how you're going to make friends. <laughs> yeah, this is how you're going to make friends. And Show they got I you that stuffed animal. Cool stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Well, Matt, since this was your pick, I'll let mm-hmm. you start this. What, what, do, what brings you to Breaking Bad, and what makes it so bingeable? Like, what, what did you see about the show that's like, you know, what I could sit and watch and binge an entire season of this in one sitting instead of breaking it apart?
0: I think like it, it definitely was the fact that it was all out by the time that I was watching it. So you mentioned like some people might oh. not have seen it because they they were too young or whatever. Like, I'm gonna date myself as being a young guy now, but like. I'm only 21 now. So when I first discovered Breaking Bad in like maybe halfway through high school, it was mostly out at the point that I started watching. And so I, I was just able to like one shot it and get really invested in this character. And it was probably like the first like imperfect hero that I had on TV. And I thought it was so cool to see this guy just like slowly lose everything that was once known to him. And and then being a drama student, I always, like, overread into it and loved that side of things where I could be all artsy and talk to my art friends about this cool new show we were all watching. But, uh, yep. yeah, no, it was just, like, it, it was unlike anything I had seen before where, like, yes, the main character was, like, who we're seeing everything through, but you don't have to like him. And it was such an interesting yeah. concept for me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, I started slightly late because I was never into the to AMC. I'll, yeah, I never, I'll admit I that too. Like things. AMC
0: always concerned me because like they they so frequently would like abandon writers halfway through a series just to try and cut cost and keep it running. So I was always a little yeah. nervous.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I never really got into shows on AMC. And one of my friends said Breaking Bad was awesome, so I was like, all right, well, if they're already on season three, so let me go on demand and just binge watch you mm-hmm. know or i think it was netflix i don't think it was on demand but it was like netflix i binged the first three seasons and i did it more to catch up mm-hmm. yeah than it was to just sit down and binge it but every episode grabbed me and caught my imagination and i'm like what is gonna happen next you got a 50 year old guy most likely gonna die
2: is making me and make,
1: and, yeah. and trying to you know basically make sure his family's future Mm -hmm. is secure because he knew he was wasn't going to be around so he's like well you know what i'm going to make my family's future secure and you know whatever happens happens i don't even think he was concerned if he got arrested because obviously his was his brother-in-law was a dea agent yeah so i mean at that point he's like oh if i go to jail i'm dying anyways but at least my family has money and i mean
0: if we want to get into like spoiler territory even like i'm gonna warn people there's a light spoiler here that i'm gonna even discuss like towards the end of it he even admits like he's not 100 percent at least about securing the family like that's that's deep spoilers i apologize yeah. but <laughs> yeah no oh i love this show so much um yeah, like like the, the fact that like even he admits that himself he's not in it hundred percent for supporting the family at the end of it. There's like something powerful about that.
1: Yeah, I mean his mindset really changed from help the family to I'm a drug lord now, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
2: then that episode where his brother in law find puts the clues together that he is Heisenberg, Heisenberg from that magazine in the bathroom. Or what it, it was, was, a, it? Book. In the it was again, a book it was
0: a book with a it was a book yeah and someone had like initialed it to ww yeah Walter white. That was Yeah,
2: it. and so then like they're they're button heads and when like they met in that garage in his garage and like walter white walked up right
0: yeah, yeah.
2: that was that was a powerful moment for me was that episode like oh shit it's finally going down
1: yeah and you just at that point you're like okay now what can happen right
2: next like Like, where is mm -hmm. this going their family but it's like this is the guy that you've been hunting down for the longest time people have died there's like this new drug that everyone wants that's on your streets but then you find out it's your brother-in-law yeah yeah it's like it's been under your nose this entire
0: time yeah
1: well, the funny thing about it is, it kind of reminded me of the TV show Dexter. Oh, I mean, yeah. granted, yeah, he's a murderer, not a meth, but but you know what I mean. It's like you got this guy friendly on the outside, mm-hmm. you know, very personable. You know, you who would ever think this guy was a, a serial, serial killer? killer. Yeah. And you know, and then you know, in that show, Deb finds out that Dexter's a serial killer, mm-hmm. and now she's now she's kind of the Do I help him stay out of jail? Or do I turn turn in my own brother? And you can kind of see the similarities, you know, on the other side of the spectrum. other side of the spectrum. Yeah. yeah. Um, so now, okay. So changing changing to slightly. So what did you guys think of uh, Los Poyos Hermanos and Fring? on their half of it. So obviously you got Heisenberg making his own stuff. And then all of a sudden they team up mm-hmm. and then Heisenberg starts to cook at the, the super lab. Mm-hmm. And to me, that seemed like, Holy crap. I can make a shit ton more meth oh, yeah. now, mm-hmm. but now you're under uh, Fring's thumb.
2: You're yeah, yeah. Now you've got strings attached.
1: Yeah. You know, now, obviously, you know, spoilers. if You've <clears throat> never seen it, but you get to see the uh, explosion and the face, melting of Fring.
2: Oh, later on awesome. i love that fact <laughs> too was... it
0: was so well done like just the suspense yep. of it and everything coming together with that like i remember my heart beating oh i love that
1: <laughs> now if you were if you were the kingpin that heisenberg was would you ever join up with another the takeout met, you know? competition yeah i mean i yeah I, think I would i mean you always you always have to think of it okay you got like by Circuit City, you got mm-hmm. Target, Walmart, you got Amazon versus everyone.
2: Walgreens <laughs> and CVS. Yeah.
1: Now, I mean, they, they're they not necessarily friends, but they work in the same industry, industry yeah. and, and help each other out. I just always mm. found that fascinating that drugs and drug cartels <laughs> yeah. need to always fight. You're selling the same product. Right. Just you need to do commercials show why your product's better yeah <laughs> yeah you just, you to to the correct people. you know throw like a like, couple thousand
0: bucks best. into a digital campaign get some new impressions out there <laughs> hi marketing studio. yeah
1: i mean <laughs> it's it's so <laughs> funny how drug wars are always like well our product needs to be out there we need to make more just work together right if you honestly have people doing drugs where do they care how do they care where the drugs come from <laughs> I mean, if it's midnight, I know that Target's closed and Walmart's open. I'm just going to go get to, my right. stuff there instead
2: of waiting the next day to go to Target. It's all if
1: the it's same Sunday, stuff. If it's Sunday, I know right. I can't to no check for what. A, like...
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. so I mean, that it's just kind of a funny thing to think about, you know. Mm-hmm. Especially since they joined up just right. for Heisenberg to you know blow it up and say. You know we're going to be on our own again. Now right? I will like, have to
0: interject because in business we call that a bear hug merger, and it's super handy. No. <laughs> coming yeah. Yeah. So he's coming in, squeeze the life out of them. Well,
1: <laughs> well he, yes, enemy. He, was, he didn't. Obviously, the super lab was the way to help make more meth. That yeah. was mm-hmm. kind of the the whole thing behind it. But, so, but I mean, like, but like, yeah, you, Walt's a
0: smart man. He could recreate that shit. He could do it. If any like if, if anyone yeah, could but, come in and like work a couple years in a location and then like recreate it's those it's like I, I would trust Walt to do it.
1: Yeah, it's kind of funny now that now that Better Call Saul has dipped into and explained, and explained like where the super lab came mm-hmm. from and, and and how it was yeah. built and even how much it cost. Like a five billion dollar was it five million? Maybe it was
0: I'm like pretty that. sure million. Like I a five
1: remember. million yeah, five million dollar super lab. To be built underground. I
2: mean, under like a laundry mat with that yeah, like level that of security, it, too. Like, yeah, yeah,
1: I mean, that is just kind of insane. So to see that kind of how it was built, kind of you then you go to Breaking Bad and you're like, wow, Fring put in so much effort and so much work to to get to this exact point
2: mm-hmm.
1: where now Walter White. Now, obviously, Walter White isn't making meth yet at this particular juncture. I'm sure Fring was going to be using some other. Well,
0: it would have been know, Gale, like that. Like they, they had that that whole plot line there too. Of like this was the guy that was yeah. probably going to end up doing it if Walt hadn't come onto the scene.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, it's it's just been kind of an amazing ride with Breaking Bad. I and mean, did you guys? Think you'd want to buy the uh, amazing box set that this thing and came the in? Oh, it's so it good! Came, all the discs came in a barrel. I, I actually, Ugh, I saw. I, that. I remember
0: yeah. when I was the first summer after university, I worked at a pawn shop, and that's when I actually got to pick it up for the first time because it, it came in the front door. Oh, I was really? dibs like the second that goes on sale, I'm buying <laughs> that. <laughs> but yeah,
1: yeah. See, I got to come in at the doors at Best Buy when nice. I worked there, and I was like, God, two hundred and fifty bucks. I'm like really i get that it's five seasons it's all Mm -hmm. on blu-ray it's Mm -hmm. you know a box set. but i was like you know what i'll wait i waited for lost the lost special edition box set that came in a giant pyramid that i have up on my Mm -hmm. shelf there Mm -hmm. i mean i really wanted it but i was like you know what i'm not paying like 200 bucks for this thing i'm gonna wait for wait for the price to drop and the funny thing about those special edition sets people are not i mean some people yes are stupid (laughs) to buy it but when you get like six seven eight of them in in a store at one time you mm. know they're not all gonna go no like maybe two or three people are gonna be crazy enough to go in and buy it if they hadn't mm-hmm. already bought it online
2: well that's like the uh the phases that marvel has done like the phase one on blu-ray and it comes with like you know certain infinity stones and artwork and whatnot and that's over 100 bucks and they did it for phase two that came with like uh more than infinity stones and it's like
0: wasn't there one of those that was like sure there's multiple movies there was one of those with like tony stark's uh briefcase too i remember that one yeah
1: oh yeah yeah i remember that one but that's the problem with movies that are that is continuous like progression Mm -hmm. they're always like like even uh even like the deadpool packs are really funny so they're Mm -hmm. like the the two-pack for deadpool and there was like a commercial with ryan Reynolds. he was like yeah buy our brand new two-pack now next year there's going to be a third one. You're going to have to buy that one too. <laughs> like that's the problem with progressive movies that you know they're going to make more of. You're like, well, I could buy it now or I could just, just wait. wait. But see, that's the same thing with like TV shows. If you know what new season's going to come out, don't buy the pack. Mm-hmm. You know, just wait for it to be completely 100 over. Yeah, the final one is going to be you know 150 bucks, but you would have saved all that money anyways
0: well and i mean when you're like throwing 30 bucks at each season as it comes out like it it adds up fast like that'd be 150 bucks on its own if you're just buying like i, I don't know what the conversion rate is but like in canada when those were coming out they were like 30 dollar, 25 five dollar seasons yeah
1: that's usually about yeah about, about what it run. is here yeah. yeah i guess it depends like game of thrones are actually like 50 bucks a piece but that's yeah, probably like, just hbo and them hiking the because they, oh, they it's hbo to...
0: having the monopoly like no one else gets to distribute that so
1: yeah, and it's actually kind oh, of yeah. funny with the Netflix Netflix TV shows come out at like 20 or 15. Like when Stranger Things came out on, mm-hmm. on Blu-ray, mm-hmm. it's only like 15, 20 bucks for the season. And I was yeah. like, well, that's because they can either buy the season or literally watch it on their Netflix subscription. That's true. Wherever. <laughs> yeah,
0: or pay $10 for a month.
1: Yeah. like <laughs> So, I mean, the only reason I would do is because I have my 4K Blu-ray player and I definitely spend the money just to watch it on 4K.
2: That would be nice.
1: So, all right, let's kick it off. I got some uh, fun facts for Breaking Bad, and this will help, you know, drive a little bit more conversation. And the website I found is from a website called Kick-Ass Facts. Yeah. Fact Encyclopedia. And I'm like, well, these facts better be pretty kick-ass if their website is called Kick-Ass Facts. So I found 30 kick-ass and interesting facts about Breaking Bad, and we won't do all 30 of them because – We'll be here for like 10 hours. So um, <laughs> so I delved into interesting facts, one through five, and I pulled out a couple here. So tourism in Albuquerque has boomed from selling Breaking Bad candy and bath salts that resemble blue crystal meth. <laughs> I,
2: <laughs> I, I love mean, that.
1: I know people would just go to Albuquerque just because that's where Breaking Bad was you know taking place i don't know if it was i think it was probably
2: filmed there yeah. but yeah but it was yeah. there
0: too court. yeah there's a lot of like practical sets right and
2: still people there. were throwing pizzas on their house too you know just for the just for the fun of yeah because
1: that's a real yeah. house so i mean <laughs> to be able to sell the breaking bag candy that that's actually very funny to me It just you know <laughs> just fruitless. to make more money.
0: <laughs> i like that that harkens back to um have you guys ever seen those like puns from colorado of like the little planters pots get a little pot from Colorado.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> that
0: that's what that makes me think of and I love that. That's like just that tickles my my funny bone the right way. Yeah,
1: and that's honestly, you know, that's that's one of those things where you know, you're just thinking what can I do to make money in a city where stuff was filmed and that's <laughs> that's one of you know blue blue crystal meth candy I and mean, that's <laughs> just you know the people that know it will will take it the people that don't yeah. you know the people even the people that don't maybe necessarily watch breaking bad but mm-hmm. they think it's funny that there's candy meth yeah and that really brings me back yeah. to my childhood when you got candy cigars cigarettes, candy cigarettes yeah. you know well, why not yeah candy i meth? remember when i <laughs>
0: When I first saw this, like there's a, a place in Canada that my family used to go to every year when I was growing up called the Science Center. And they had that rock candy there. And like that was the first thing I thought of when I saw like the meth on the show. I was like, someone needs to sell rock candy. Yeah. it's related back to this. Like it's it's merch one oh one. I need to be able to eat this.
1: And I'm sure AMC was pissed that they didn't think of it first.
2: <laughs> yeah. Website.
1: All right. So all the way down to number eight. While filming a scene featuring Wendy, the prostitute, filming was interrupted by a person who mistook her for a real hooker and tried to pick her up. <laughs> no! <laughs> so, I mean... Oh,
0: I always feel bad for, like, for that situation. Like, I am always paranoid that I'm going to make someone else feel uncomfortable like that.
1: <laughs> well, I feel like, I feel like you know what a film set looks like.
0: Yeah, like there's cameras going on here. I mean, like, read tr- into it a little. I
1: mean, there's trucks, there's crew,
0: there's just people. I, I, I want to get into the mind of that dude who is like, they're probably filming an episode of Cops. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I could probably get away with this.
1: Exactly.
2: <laughs> there's a, uh, if you've ever seen Blazing Saddles, there's a scene where they're all running out of the Warner Brothers studio lot. Yep. And there is a guy, like a regular civilian that Mel Brooks told uh, the story of of a regular guy that just like walked on set and stood there while everyone was running out, and they put it in the film.
1: Oh, shit. So, okay. Aaron Paul's character, Jesse Pinkman, was meant to be killed off by episode nine of the first season. Hmm. The director changed his mind after seeing Aaron Paul's performance. And that's kind of crazy. I mean, he was really good, and his career definitely took off because of... Breaking bad.
0: Oh man, this like really helped to break him for a lot of different roles.
1: Yeah, and but the funny like, thing is, you think yeah. about it, he was meant to be killed off by episode nine. And I if I'm yeah. not mistaken, I mean this was probably his first major gig. role. Yeah. Or game I mean, I'm yeah, you know, tiny, tiny movies or TV. Little shows, background
0: you know, parts and stuff. Yeah. You know,
1: but just to, you know, see that, that's just kind of crazy. And and this kind of actually leads into something even funnier about aaron paul aaron paul was once a contestant on the prices right yep. and nearly won his showcase
2: mm-hmm. I, Wait, I watched really? that video it's on Have youtube
1: you? yeah all right i'm gonna post this on oh, our... i gotta look this up after we're done yep, yeah I'll, actually uh i'll post it on our uh, lead time podcast I website so. for everyone to see um i'll, I'll link awesome. the youtube video to it um so that way everyone can see it but yeah there's a there's a photo on this website here uh he looks so young he's wearing glasses just i mean it's just really really funny just to see how young he is um he probably had to be eight. i think he had to be 18 anyways to mm-hmm. be on prices right i'm pretty sure yeah so i'm sure it's right when he turned 18 it was like pfft, i going.
2: think he, he also did like a corn pops so or like pop tarts commercial too really back in like the 90s
1: but see that's the fun i
0: one. have seen this i have heard of that one yeah
2: See, that's the one funny thing yeah. about
1: actors is they always start in commercials. Yeah. And I feel like you do the wrong one and that always it gets brought you. up on like, you know, Aaron Paul's, you know, famous actor. And then on Jimmy Kimmel, he's like, yeah, hey, remember that time you were in uh, Rice Krispies and then they, <laughs> then they show the clip and he's like, oh, my God, my God wow. I'm so embarrassed.
0: Yeah, c- confirmed that was Corn Pops. I
1: nice. I remember
0: that ad because that ad got syndicated in Canada for a little bit.
1: Nice. <laughs> All right. So Bob Odenkirk, uh, who plays Saul Goodman, wrote Chris Farley's Matt Foley motivational speaker character for Saturday Night Live. Really? Huh. I did not. I knew Bob Odenkirk was a writer for Saturday Night Live, but I didn't know he wrote wrote that, that specific specific one. That's pretty cool. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool second life you for know. that character. Didn't get its yeah parents. right. <laughs>
1: all right uh the pizza scene in breaking bad when mr white throws pizza on the roof was not computer generated and he got it right after his first
2: attempt nice
0: i had heard about that yeah
2: that's really hard to throw a full pizza (sighs) up on the garage just in terms (laughs) of of like yeah everywhere
0: making sure and like and having it stick like that too like i i can't (laughs) imagine it's easy to get a pizza up there and then have it rest and stay (laughs)
1: Yes, I know. Without it sliding off the roof, especially you know, <laughs> in, the I mean, sun in the hot, in the hot sun. I mean that. Would, just I mean, those, most of town. those roofs, yeah. I mean, they're not made for rain. Like I don't know if you've ever seen like the shingles on a roof in Arizona or California. Like mm-hmm. they're completely different. They're more flat. They're they're shinier yeah. to reflect sunlight so they don't overheat your over your house. So it's it's kind of amazing that it would have stuck like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So here we here we go. This 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 probably almost ruined Brian Cranston's career, but I I, I kind of like it. So Brian Cranston played two different villains in the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Did he? Wait, what? Yes. Um, I'm looking at the pictures here, and it looks like one of them was he played an evil blue ranger uh-huh. in one of the episodes when probably Rita was like, I'm gonna confuse these guys and blah blah blah. And then one of them looks like a weird dinosaur something snake looking. Snake. And this was
2: possibly <laughs> like a reptile a creature. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: that? Uh, this was like, could have. Him
1: yeah. I mean, to be on. I mean, Mighty Power War from Rangers. Power Rangers was a great TV show. Don't get me wrong. But most mm-hmm. of those characters don't go
2: on to do, do anything, anything in the future. I know he did. I think he did like a Preparation H commercial too. Yep. I've seen
1: that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, if you look at it, so Brian Cranston and like, okay, so obviously he was a villain, but I mean, the only Power Ranger that I remember going anywhere was Amy Jo Johnson. I mean, Jason David Frank mm-hmm. went on to do a few things, but he is still like at cons and everything. He is still like the well-known Green Ranger. Like that's, that's who he is. But I mean, obviously, Brian Cranston did well for himself. He yeah, was, uh... and then he
2: was in the Power
1: Rangers mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, oh yeah, oh that's the newest. That you know, yeah. that's probably where the connection happens. <laughs> <laughs> and it all comes together <laughs> right. in the end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Um, police have found blue meth and think Breaking Bad could be responsible.
2: It happens. Oh, I uh, remember
0: these news stories. I do remember these. You know.
1: And now, I mean, I've never smoked meth, and I don't necessarily know
2: what it looks like either.
1: (laughs) So, I mean, (laughs) my my understanding is it's clear, and whatever Walter White did to make it blue was his, obviously
2: his own
1: his own specialty. But Mm -hmm. I I just wonder what people you you think it was food dye? I I feel like if you don't know how to make Yeah, that's the only thing I could think of Because it's not like they gave the recipe <laughs> Online, <laughs> Bad or online I, to,
0: to make it I swear that they did like reference the process By which they were making it though That like was yes. responsible for yes. it being blue Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean But they didn't give like You need two ounces of this and five ounces of this or right. True, to, true to, to cooking, instructions. Make, yeah, cooking instructions <laughs> it, It's like reading <laughs>
0: the bag mean, of a candy bar And saying I could make this <laughs>
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the ratios, but I, I <laughs> trust that there's makers. a
0: lot of sugar because it's third.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. So a total of two hundred and fifty nine people have died throughout the Breaking Bad series. Wow, including mm. the plane crash.
0: Oh, okay, really? that's that's probably where like the majority of that like two hundred comes from.
1: Yes, because yeah. you're looking at maybe a hundred seventy five to a hundred passenger plane, maybe ish yeah or maybe larger i guess i how big was the plane? i mean was it a I know, it, I thought it, was, and... it was
0: something regional so it's like still carrying like probably 150 ish
1: yeah so that's the majority wow
0: this is the moment where, like, one of your fans calls me out and, like, my total bullshit lack of knowledge on aviation. <laughs> They're like, 150? It would easily be, like, 75.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we're going to – one day we're going to be famous enough and be on, like, a stage at a Comic-Con. Someone's going to be like, hey, Steve, remember Luke Time episode 38 when you said 259 people died? It was bullshit. It was bullshit. <laughs> it was
0: actually 236, and I need you to double-check your yes.
1: He's, like, super snobby about hey, it, hey, too. Hey, kick-ass facts knows their shit. Hey, I guarantee I trust, you.
0: I trust a yeah. site that has, has the audacity to put ass in their name.
1: I know, right?
0: <laughs> On Google's internet.
1: <laughs> All right, now we're going to go number 30 here. Breaking Bad deliberately used a progressively darker wardrobe for Walter White's character. And, I, yeah. you know, I mean, obviously... Yeah. If, if to show progression, really, so in the first episode and the sub- subsequent ones when he was a teacher, you did see him wearing white, light whites, light blues, mm-hmm. you know, tidy lighter whiteys. color clothes, yeah, tidy <laughs> whiteies, <laughs> um, that color, you know, that color ambience. And then, you know, obviously it says he's progressively darker. So, mm-hmm. you know, that he gets into his black hat, black jacket, even his dark shoes, red you know maroon shirt like growing I'm the facial hair just even just
0: darkens just... up his face like and he starts yeah. Wearing glasses. yeah i'm
1: just actually just describing my heisenberg statue i have in my house
0: <laughs> you're, you're looking over to the corner of your room the same as i am
1: <laughs> my picture of brian cranston <laughs> exactly i mean you think i have brian cranston's wardrobe memorized
2: are you a stalker steve
1: maybe just a little bit but wait I mean, it's not it, it's... normal to have his entire
0: wardrobe memorized I remember both Falcom in the middle and Breaking Bad.
1: (laughs) No! must have seen those episodes a billion times.
2: Just to get every exact detail. (laughs) Yep.
1: There's a lot of frame by frame. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense. Obviously, Walter White's character does get more and more dark
2: Mm -hmm. as
1: the season goes on. So, I mean, I don't think I would have noticed it, you know, watching it. Mm -mm. I mean, you might see, oh, he's just wearing a black shirt, black jacket, black hat, black shoes.
0: It's definitely one of those things that, like, you you wouldn't pick up on it on a first watch, but I feel like if you're watching it, like, binging it repeatedly, you would start to notice it. it. Yeah. Well, and even more
1: in depth, too. Yeah.
0: I remember, like, I didn't notice when when Suits first started airing. I loved, like, going back and rewatching the season before when the new season came out. And I never noticed it, but, like, they did stuff like that with Wardrobe, too, where, like, when characters were doing what they thought was right, they would wear lighter colors. And when they were doing what they knew was wrong, they would be wearing darker colors. Like it was, it was one of those things that they consciously did through the series and I loved it. And, that's good. Cool. And, and so I respect shows that do this kind of thing. Cause it's like, y- you can tell so it much story artistic. without, yeah. Well, that it's just it really cool artistic, artistic cool. storytelling. Yeah. yeah.
1: So that's all the fun facts I have, but I am going to give one more of my own. And I don't know if you've ever seen this, but there is a alternate ending to breaking bad. Oh,
2: I've heard about this where
1: after he dies in the in the last episode, they flash back to Malcolm the middle's bedroom and he, Brian Cranston wakes up from a dream and is <laughs> sitting in bed with them. He's like, dude, I just had the weirdest dream. <laughs> and then credits.
0: Oh, uh, now I want that to be canon because I know cause right? my, that my was, heart wants that
1: like I thought that was the funniest <laughs> shit in the world like I really did now there were other fan theories out there that Malcolm and like okay so let's say Brian Cranston Walter White didn't die at the end of Breaking Bad mm-hmm. and he got picked up by the FBI or whatever it went into you know witness protection it okay. would be Malcolm in the Middle's family is him in witness protection
2: oh <laughs> Oh, okay, that would be nice. I Although, like that. I think during uh, a Comic Con that uh, I think it was on like Conan O'Brien's Comic Con, whatever. And uh, I think Brian Cranston went on record saying that technically you don't see him die.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess you do kind of assume it, right? right? But but that was that 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 kind of helps with the alternate ending, right? Is, is he wakes up from a dream? <laughs> Like, I thought that was hilarious. And I'll see I if like I can find that. that clip and post I'll see if I can find that clip and post that as well. All right. So, Kevin and Matt, that was fun breaking bad. Is yes, is way too much. Way too much. It's awesome. I like you it. Got to
2: watch that show. Yeah, binge it. Binge, binge oh, good. it. Seriously.
1: Awesome.
0: Watch it. Talk Do to it. your friends at the office about it. Ruin their day by making them rewatch a show from years ago. It's great.
1: There you go. <laughs> them it. to reactivate
0: Do those hard. parts of their mind. <laughs>
1: Yes. All right, guys. So let's close it out. So by the time this episode comes out, unfortunately, Loot Crate would have closed for the month of January for Binge. Damn. Um, This episode will be coming out on uh, Wednesday the 23rd, um, which Wednesday is all the days that our episodes come out um, of every month. So weekly episodes. uh, You can find us on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pippa, anywhere you can listen to podcasts, basically except SoundCloud.
2: We are there. Ooh, SoundCloud. Ooh. I don't know. We're Ooh, just making SoundCloud us pay
1: extra to be
0: only on SoundCloud.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I
2: mean,
1: especially when there's thousands of other <laughs> podcast sites that we're on for for free. Yeah. So so check us out there. Um, if uh, you don't have a cell phone for some reason or computer. Well, I guess you'd have to have a computer, but you can listen to our episodes on our website, lootimepodcast.com. You can find all the fun photos, videos that we post, um, contests coming soon. Uh, pretty much everything you can think of for, for, uh, us here at Lute Time. You can find it on our website. Uh, we're on social media at time Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, just type in the, uh, Lute time podcast um we'll talk about our sponsors here quickly hot comics and collectibles uh three locations in the metro area in new hope minnesota jordan minnesota and richville minnesota head down to either of those three stores mention the keyword heisenberg we'll go with heisenberg Heisenberg. say heisenberg Heisenberg. at uh at any of these three locations and get 20 percent off any uh breaking bad merchandise and uh Hopefully Mike's not listening to this, but uh, we'll go Better Call Saul, too. If uh, if there's any any Better Call Saul merch, get get 20% off of that as well. (laughs) (laughs) Mike's going to bash us. That's okay.
0: And that was the (laughs) last sponsored
1: episode. (laughs) Yeah. No, he loves us. He loves us. Um, But, yeah. So... Matt, where can people find you if they want to uh, hunt down your fun stuff?
0: Well, I, we are currently on hiatus for my main podcast, but uh, I've got something new that'll be kicking up in the next like month or so, so keep an eye peeled out for that. Uh, I should have a Facebook page I can link you guys over to for it, but it's called KindaPod, and it's an idea that I've had for a while. That uh, basically each week we're going to take a different podcast from iTunes top of the charts and just do our best to try and explain what it is and recreate it um, <laughs> with our limited uh, perspectives and and uh, way of doing podcasting. So it's kind of that fun. It's kind so, of funny so it's and it, it's lighthearted for the most part. So come check out kind of pod when that starts coming out ideally in in February of 2019.
1: Okay. awesome. All right, and then one other thing I'll mention it's not 100% yet, but I've been in talks with a pop culture uh hosting site um to see if we can get our podcast uh shuffled through there because it'd be awesome, you know, to be on a network.
0: Very possible. cool.
1: So so this, I'm in the works right now with them and seeing if we can get that going. So keep uh keep listening to us for future updates on that. Fingers crossed. So until next time, I'm Stephen Skolanski. I'm Kevin Hebner.
0: And I've been Matt McLaughlin.
1: Good night. Good night. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Great ending. All right, later, guys. Go. <laughs>